0: I'm Molly Cloggers. Those stories and our video games destroying our children again? We sit down with video game experts Drew and Bryce to find out why video games are such a stain on humanity. Take the time to understand what their interests are because apparently parents have no interest in doing that nowadays. That makes me really sad as a parent. And more in this special edition of 60 beats per minute. Wait, is the clock still ticking? Who the hell didn't turn off the clock? I can't work it out with this. I'm professional shit. I'm so sorry. Turn off the clock! Turn it off! What's
1: up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, episode 60. And we are the Nintendo Podcast, a part of the 8 Collective. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me as always, once again, is Bryce DeWitt. It's me. Hey. Hey, man. Good to have you back.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's great to be back. Absolutely. hmm mm. mm-hmm. So, Bryce,
1: uh, you've recently been playing some Monster Hunter World.
0: That's right. So we're jumping right into it. Yeah, right into yep. it. Yeah, All bang. Right. I have been playing some Monster World, and it's made me consider a bunch of things. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I... I I brought it up. I brought it up last episode. All right. Insane. Oh, actually, no, I didn't. I brought it up in in the the Discord, which, you know, you want to hear opinion pieces from me. That's the place to go. Um, The Monster Hunter Generations uh, demo dropped on the Switch a couple weeks back. Uh, I uh, downloaded it. I played it because I was actually really considering getting Generations on my Switch. Um but I'd actually reconsidered it now considering its price point and the fact that Monster Hunter World came out on PC recently. Mm. Um, the the reason I wanted to make a quick snap-in about this is that um, I feel like Monster Hunter World has kind of demoralized buying any other Monster Hunter game for me. Yeah. And considering that most of them have come out in Nintendo in the last generation, Uh that's something, especially since World's not on Switch.
1: Yeah, it just seems like uh, World's the one that broke through and like, updated it so much that it actually become like a huge success for Capcom.
0: Yeah. And yeah. like
1: like Monster Hunter uh Generations Ultimate, is that what it's called? Ultimate? Yes. Yeah. And that that came out in Japan before it come, it's come out here, so that was a game even before Monster Hunter World mm. came out, so like even for me I've never really gotten into Monster Hunter I bought Monster Hunter 4 on 3DS but I sort of played it a bit and I couldn't really get into it and I'm always wanting to get into Monster Hunter because it seems like the type of thing like once I get, get grasp of it I will probably enjoy but yeah, man, I, I I just want I want Monster Hunter World, but I kind of I kind of want it on a portable at the same time. So
0: well, yeah, that's the that's the thing, really, isn't it? Is like we've we've migrated to the Switch for all these fucking games because it's portable and like it's nice. Um, but the the thing that hurts me is like, well, okay, Monster Hunter is a game that like you can get good at and you can like succeed with just about anything if you do anything correctly. Uh, and grinding is only like an afterthought if you feel like doing more. Mm. So, yeah, th- I mean, there's that. So you can jump in at Monster Hunter at any point and you won't have to, like, overdo yourself. But it my my issue is, is that, uh, like, Monster Hunter World, as you said, had become a massive, like, hit success for Capcom. It may have even, like, mainstreamed a good portion uh, of Monster Hunter. Uh, but Monster Hunter World is so much... It, it's just so much better in my yeah. opinion it maybe it's not as challenging as previous monster hunters or you know uh there's not as uh not as much functionality because it's not portable and all that stuff but like it's it's that good in my opinion that it's uh it kind of it kind of demolishes that means regardless yeah Um, There's no loading zones or anything like that, which means it adds to the challenge of like when the when are you going to drink your potions and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, and I noticed while playing Generations on the 3DS, like a little bit, like the loading zones really kill it. Like you load into a mission, then you walk down the passageway, it loads. You go into (laughs) you go into like pretty much like a circle where you can see like all the monsters. You go off a little other gully, it loads. Like you really notice that, especially in Mm -hmm. 2018. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that, the thing that's a, that's the thing that's played plagued Monster Hunter, Hunter games for a long time, but a lot of people cheesed that because um, that strategy allowed you to like if you walked into a loading zone, you could safely potion and then walk back out. Right? Mm. They've eliminated loading zones in worlds, so you have to drink potions. But in a response to not being able to leave zone and drink potions, they gave you the ability to move while drinking potions. But that still poses a risk. So you know, like. It just, it just feels like they've opened the world up. They've put functionality in there to sort of help you, uh, like, address, like, if you're a Monster Hunter fan who's coming from an older game to this one, uh, they've added in functionality to try and help you cope with it and stuff like that. And honestly, I would really love to see that game on the Switch. Yeah. I, I know that it's not going to come to it. And that's unfortunate.
1: At least not for a long time with, like, a lot of work. You would need a, you would need a new model of the Switch, like a... Yeah,
0: yeah, like a pro version or <laughs> well <laughs> whatever yeah like under the same vein as a ps4 pro you need to switch pro yeah sort of thing yeah you know um and it well it sucks when you look at it like that because like that means that they wouldn't be getting a heaps t- two heaps later which is the issue pc's had yeah uh but the pc port now that like everything's fixed up and it's all good and everything's fine it's completely it's completely it's completely Like Taken any meaning Out of getting Generations for me And that sucks Because like It's something I feel like I'd want to play
1: It sounds like going back To Generations uh, On Switch Would be It's a great thing for uh, Veteran Monster Hunter fans Yeah Because it's got like Double the amount of monsters And it's got Like it's a lot more In depth Which a lot of that Got taken out In Monster Hunter World Apparently I'm I'm not a Monster Hunter guy This is just (laughs) what I've heard Okay yeah But like it sounds great for someone who can go back and they can like readjust themselves to the way they they used to play but Mm -hmm. I think for someone like me who's like okay I want to get into a game I'm like looking at you know I'm looking at between the Switch version which I can pick up and play and put a lot more time into or the one on the PS4 where I can sit down and go which I probably won't put as much time in because I know what I'm like Mm -hmm. when it comes to sitting down in front of a console it's got to really
0: grab me I don't know if Monster Hunter would be able to grab me as much Well, no. Well, here's the thing: is like you mentioned, like the larger monster count, generations, and all that stuff as well. I think the different, the really big difference in something like saying uh, something about that Mm. uh, with Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Generations is Monster Hunter World is still updating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is the thing uh, they've added. They've added like three or four monsters since since Monster Hunter World's launch. You know, you've got the Linastra, Devil Joe. Cool Taroth, I think its name is, and Behemoth from Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm. So like it's not like they can't just keep throwing in monsters as they go along. Um, and you know, for obviously for veteran monster hunter fans, more monster the better. Yeah. Yeah. But as well as world keeps getting older, more content keeps getting added, and I just feel like uh, it's it, it really is the quintessential monster hunter game, like if you want to get into it. Uh, which outside of outside of Japan and obviously the asia region or uh, asian region where they get it first um like a lot a lot of people didn't really get into it as much no in it, like in yeah. from the western audience perspective but world has been like a perfect sort of jump well, into that Well,
1: it's capcom's uh, fastest selling game it is which is huge so that like monster hunter's finally broken out and um, obviously Generations didn't do that back on the 3DS. And I don't no. know. I don't know. It won't set the world on fire as far as on the Switch either, I don't think.
0: Like, I'm yet to play the demo on Switch, but... Well, yeah. And, like, I, I played the demo again today before I deleted it because it was just, like, taking up room. Yeah, yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, it's a Monster Hunter game, and Monster Hunter games have a unique charm to them, and, um, like, they really make you test uh, what you know... About the monster you're fighting, and like what you can learn about them, and how you combat against them, and all that stuff. That's what it is. It's like a mind game between you and the you and the code, yeah. <laughs> essentially, um, <laughs> which is what people like in Monster Hunter. You know, it's okay. God. Uh, I I hate to say it, but it um it adds it. It's got its own little bit of like Dark Souls combat difficulty, which. We all know what that what that those two words getting thrown out nowadays is like. Yeah, it's just like every, every friggin' review, every game journalist is like, "Oh, it's like Dark Souls." Was like, do, yeah. you, <laughs> do you mean like a
1: like what retro games were doing twenty years ago? So like, yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That thing, you know.
0: But like, it's it's in the same element of like you have to dodge, like to get hit to not get hit by this attack, or you're probably going to die from it because it's heavy enough, or like mm. you know, it's got that kind of appeal for people. Uh, but like the extent of dark souls multiplayer um was like you could leave leave your mark around the world or whatever and people could request your assistance and like with bosses or people could come in your game and terrorize you um monster hunter sort of does that but it makes it feel more like a team setting yeah like uh your friends can come in and they can help you trap a monster and you know, your friends come in. They know some things. Maybe like some of the environment is destructible, and they can take it down. And you would have never known that before. Mm. Or, so, you yeah. know.
1: that's an element I actually completely forgot
0: about. <laughs> uh, yeah, co-op in Monster Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, the co-op's really good, and I've been playing co-op in Monster Hunter World like vigorously. But like when I put when I played three U on the Wii U, <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like I, that's what I wanted from Monster Hunter, but I never did get it. <laughs> Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but that's that it is kind of just the way it is. Uh World World does it really well. And so I mean that's why I'm playing it, right? Yeah. So uh, I in, in in summary, because obviously I didn't want this to take up too long, uh if you're into Monster Hunter generations, I still think it's a good Monster Hunter game, don't get me wrong, it's it's what well, it's the Monster Hunter you know, but if you don't have much experience with Monster Hunter in general, I feel like World is the better pick. Um and it's not on a Nintendo console, which is unfortunate to say, um, but maybe if you play World and you've become engrossed enough in World, then you'll go back and you'll play the ones on, like, Switch or whatever, just to see what they were like. Yeah. I just feel like, if you want a clean Monster Hunter experience that'll get you into the series, World is the place to start. Yeah.
1: That was always Monster Hunter's problem, though. There just wasn't that easy way to sort of slide into it and get used to it. No, there really is. Whereas, yeah, yeah, World fixed that, and once you play World, maybe it will be easier to come back. Um I would yeah. like to know though if any of you guys have picked up Monster Hunter uh, Generations on Switch um I would be interested to see what you guys think about it whether uh like you you've played a lot of monster Hunter before and you can just pick this up or this is a first time for you I'd be interested to know if you uh if, how you think <laughs>
0: Yeah yeah no exactly Real quick before we move on I want to do this real quick Yeah There's it yeah, just, just say hi to Peachy. Uh, hi, Peachy. <laughs> he he uh, he asked if uh, how the podcast went, and he, he he typically checks in. So I thought uh, I would just say hello because obviously we haven't finished yet, hello, and I'll get Peachy. back to him later. So I'll send him this now. <laughs> anyway, uh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's that's my thesis on it. I, I think the generation demos is nice. Demo is nice, but I don't think uh, it's it beats World for me. Okay, yeah. What about you? Um, so this week I've
1: uh, rediscovered—probably the wrong word, but I've rediscovered Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> rediscovered, <Is> it like, <laughs> like it's never, like it's, like it's left. Oh uh, yeah, I, it, it kind of did because, like, we talk about it all the time. We're obviously super excited for Ultimate. Um, oh my god, I'm excited for Ultimate! But the uh, last time I touched my Wii U or 3DS version of Super Smash Brothers. It would have been months at this point. Maybe earlier this year I played it. Yep. Let alone us playing it together. So um, earlier this week, I, I was feeling a bit glum or whatever. I'm like, you know, like I had I had the podcast to edit. That's why it came out Friday instead, <laughs> instead of whatever. I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I've got to I've got to do something else. I'm not in the.
0: You were down and out.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm not. I'm not in the but like, the space to do it at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I uh, said. I picked up my 3DS and I started playing uh, the 3DS version, and I thought it was you know, great version of Super Smash. I'm like, why am I playing it here? I might as well just go to the other room, in the lounge room, and pick up Super Smash on the uh, Wii U. Yeah. So I put in the GameCube controller and everything, and it just I just felt right at home straight away. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. so rusty to start off with. Yeah. And like I put it on, I'm like, Bugger. I put it on level nine CPUs, and I was getting beaten, beaten, beaten. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> and it felt weird because like like not to put smoke up my own ass, but like You used to
0: trash them. Yeah, you can I can
1: you know I am used to be able to you know beat them most of the time. Mm. Sometimes they might get a bloody one Lucky up on hit. me yeah. <laughs> or something. But yeah, no, like I my god, I love I love that game. I, I like I went to bed that night feeling so much happier mm-hmm. and every we've got the clock just like to the right of the TV and I kept looking up and I'm like, oh it's ten o'clock eventually got the 12 o'clock i'm like all right better go to bed look up again it's 1 o'clock oh shit better go fuck it's getting late better go to bed <laughs> look up again it's 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and that that hasn't happened to me for so long like no, yeah. having a game just really
0: make the time go 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 by yeah it just makes you want to keep playing and i mean that's what i was doing with the 3ds one a week a couple of weeks ago too you know, I, I I don't have the energy to plug in my Wii U because I'm just like, whatever. But I just flick on my 3DS and I was playing it and, you yeah, know, I was having fun with it. Yeah. And I think that's, like, the important thing about Smash Bros is that, like, even if you just flick it on and you get absorbed in it for a while... Uh, and, I mean, it's an, it's an important an important th- uh, thing for any game, like, you're passionate about, is that, um, like, if you feel the drive to keep playing it and you lose track of time, then, you know, you, you, you've you obviously found something you really enjoy and,
1: yeah. Yeah, no. Like, it's just a uh, like Nintendo games, especially like like I like gaming. All, all rounds a hobby for me. So, like, games like Uncharted and stuff like that on PlayStation. But if if I'm feeling like like shit, like I'm feeling down, or whatever, it's it's pretty much only like Nintendo games will sort of pick me up again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like I feel you. Like I shut my eyes and I think of stuff like Wind Waker and Smash Brothers and Mario, stuff that's like vi- vibrant... Vibrant and colourful. Yeah, yeah
0: colourful <laughs> and happy. Yeah, it does it for me. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just something that I've always... Uh, and I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to talk about it later in this podcast anyway. Uh, but, you know, that that's, that's for the end of the show. Um, I just... It's always sort of, Nintendo's always sort of been there, uh, in my life. Uh and it was just a lot of Nintendo games brought me a lot of happiness and you know, I think that's what that was a massive, massive thing that pushed me into gaming is that like I could find enjoyment in another world for a little bit and, you know, forget about some stuff Yeah that sort of happened before. Mm. Which is good, which is good, that's fine. But no. Nah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. I sort of wanted to tie this into a conversation that went on earlier this week. So, a sixty minutes uh, article story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you call it story. It's not an article, but I hadn't just just do a uh, preface before we say this. We haven't watched the actual story no. on yeah. sixty
0: minutes. We've read the article. We,
1: we've read the uh, um, basically uh, pressstart.com.au. dot com dot They just recapped it, what happened, and whatever. And that they interviewed it, they interviewed a few parents. Um, well, one which uh, a lady had breast cancer and she told her kids and the way they're sort of coping with it is just burying their head in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And basically when they, go, when they go to say, hey, you're playing way too many video games and they might take away the console, or turn off the internet, whatever they're doing. Uh, basically they react in a way which is just, you know, not appropriate. Foul, yeah. Foul, you know, n- not good. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is which, which is unfortunate, and it's unfortunate that they sort of framed the story around video games are just bad. Like you, you can't you can't blame video games for just like a kid or a family being put in
0: such a horrible situation. It's been a really bad. It's been a really bad week for this, mm. in general, uh, because what. Uh, what happened earlier on, obviously in um, in the week and stuff like that, we had the issue at Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. right, uh, and that was a, at a video game tournament. Sh- shit went down, and somebody want somebody really, <laughs> really did something that was disgraceful, and it cost a couple people their Just lives. Disgusting, yeah, it was it was truly disgusting, and it kind of it kind of regressed it regressed our our side of the argument back a lot for something like that to happen because
1: mm. um, like uh, like a family friend of mine they said oh did you hear about the shooting and they, they come to me because I'm the video game guy yeah <laughs> to, to him and he said and he, he what he assumed was it was a um, just like they were playing shooting games and because he plays shooting games he shot someone <laughs> I'm like no it wasn't no not it, only wasn't not, it Madden or something it, no it was 100% Madden it was just a Madden wow. tournament yeah. hosted by EA right so, but, but even if even if they were playing Battlefield, it's not gonna it's not gonna make your normal average person go and shoot someone.
0: No, uh, a lot of a lot of people pointed out uh, that it was a motive uh, prior to this. Like he he had a reason to do it, obviously. Because yeah. he he's been there in the past and he's won. He's won the rank of the
1: tournament. I don't know exactly
0: what whatever he you thinks. call it. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't want to talk about that too much. We did say a bit last week. No,
0: no, no. Of course, yeah. But um, like just just recapping on that sort of yeah. thing, like th- it's the type of thing that makes this argument that we're about to go into look look a bit shaky upon some people's eyes who don't really understand, and it's unfortunate. But it's a shame too, because f- for the most part, I think 60 Minutes does pretty good journalism. For the most part, for the, for the,
1: no, like it, like there's multiple journalists, there's multiple stories coming out of this, but uh, like it, it it like it it is a shame because video games aren't. It's not just them playing video games. And they're becoming bad people, or you know, misbehaved, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's a situation they're put in, and they're just burying themselves in video games. And when when they're being ripped out of that, they can't cope.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, I, I, I mean, I can understand, I can understand the perspective of the kids of like they're finding a coping mechanism, um. Actually, probably be the best place. I was, I was going to leave it for something that we were going to talk about at the end of the podcast, but I'm going to interject something in here. Um, when my grandfather had died, uh, I the first thing I did after his funeral was stick my head in Pokemon. Mm. Uh, because it was happy. It was a place I could go to and I didn't have to think about too much. And uh, my grandmother had pretty angrily asked my mother to take the game off of me. Uh, and she did, and I sort of just broke into tears, and I was crying, and it was awful. Uh, I love my gran- uh, my grandfather so much. He was like a massive part of my life, and uh, he did a very good job at uh, sort of filling the role of my father, because my father was already dead, um, and, uh, you know, mum just gave it back to me, because she's like, no, I'm not going to just let him sit through this sort of thing. Um and you know, I, I I controlled it myself at the end of it. I did take myself out of out of the Pokemon, and <laughs> I did end up intera- interacting that evening. But at the time, I just couldn't cope. Yeah. Um. These kids obviously have no self control, and they have nobody there to. Well, and I think this is actually something that was brought up within the story that they uh, the parents admit they've not had uh, not done a very good job at mediating their playtime and this is this is the big issue of with this with this story is they if they've pointed out the problem right there right like i can completely understand if a kid's going to be upset with you taking away something that is taking them out of that world because i've been there yeah but i absolutely do not think that just letting them absorb themselves in it and then just taking it away from them forcefully and then expecting them to come off a high like that like getting out of the situation they're in into a real big low I don't think that's the way to do it no you need to sit down and talk with your kids
1: you absolutely know, yeah
0: you can't just take away the video game and just be expect them to be alright that's like saying hey I'm gonna take this candy away from you while you're really enjoying it."
1: yeah yeah no joke like you especially like something like Fortnite you might be like you might be in the middle of a match or something and you know, you, you're like your adrenaline's up. You're, you know, you're really there because, like, I I even noticed from my little little amount of time with Fortnite, I was like, "Holy oh shit, I see why this can be addictive because it's fun." It's, yeah, yeah. And it's short burst, You're back in, like it. It yeah. I can see how it's addictive. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes out, hey, 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 turn off the PlayStation, Mom. I'm like halfway through
0: a, g- a game or whatever. Yeah. Like you, you can see why. Like, yeah, and people, you just, can yeah. kind of yeah. It is high. Yeah. Um, like. But you you can't do that. You need to approach it like a lot. I don't I don't get how it's that hard to understand that like you need to go and speak to your kids and just say, do you have a time for a minute? And just be like, can I talk to you? If this is serious. Instead of just being like, I think you're spending too much time, and that's why you're getting an aggressive response because you're cutting them out, cutting cutting them off in the middle of a session. If you wanted to talk to them, those games aren't that long. They're twenty minutes max let him finish his game and tell him that you need to talk to him before he plays more. Yeah, just sit, sit 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 on the side of the chair with him and go, "Hey,
1: show interest." Yeah, say, you know, what are you what are you doing? Like cuz people are straight away guns, violence. You're like, "Okay, like just sit down with your kid and understand what the game is to start off with. Like you, there's guns there, you are shooting people, yes. And what they're taking away from it? Who are they talking to? Are they with friends or are they talking to strangers who they shouldn't be talking to? Like these are all important things to think." And I also think it's it is unusual. It like video games compared. Like if say something bad happens to you, and someone who buries themselves in a video game, they can be in there for hours and hours, weeks and weeks and weeks. You can stay in there for as long as you want. But if you have like a, say you, say you have say you find out like a family member's sick, like you might have you might have an album which you put in your ears and you listen to it and you love that song, you love the album, but it you're not. It keeps you calm. It keeps you calm, but you you're not. It's not like a video game when you're in there for. You know, twenty four hours a day. You're not going to be. It's just not mm. how it works. Movies. You're not going to be sit there watching movies all day. And if people won't, people won't question it like they'll question a video game either.
0: No, no, they won't. No. So it's
1: it's a very unique
0: medium. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. Um, I just think that. <laughs> I just think it they. <laughs> When t- The media is taking a lot of steps forward to blame video games, but they're not actually giving anybody a... Okay. I, I, I want to talk about these video game experts they go and see sometimes and they try to put in their news articles. Like the ones, the ones that were fake playing Fortnite. And just they, don't, had... they
1: don't talk to a... I don't know. They don't talk a to... A Twitch it. streamer or a writer at IGN. No, they, don't, they don't talk to anyone who's an actual expert. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> like knows the industry on the back of their hand, knows why people play them. They talk to like... A psychiatrist who's,
0: I don't know, who's like, talked to kids who have played Fortnite before.
1: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like if if you've listened to any you know twelve year old play Fortnite, you probably think they're crazy as well.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my partner's brother, he's fourteen, and all he does is talk about Fortnite. He does the dancing and all that. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's out there. But he's got no problem. He's playing footy. He's doing that other things. Yeah, he's doing all that stuff. Yeah. And like he comes home and he's playing for
0: Fortnite with his mates and he's. It's like a social thing after school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as well. But like, if you if you're not somebody that's like, and it, it's the same with anything. Like, if you if you're going into the music industry or whatever, and you just assume that you know everything because you've listened to music before, it's not the same. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, music experts? Just some old old woman who's a, like a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the same thing, though. It's just rubbish. It, it's just you need they they're offering a lot of rage and like well, outrage in, in, uh, when it comes around video games and, like, video games are the problem and, like, all this stuff. There is... You, what they should be doing is talking to people about, like, what what exactly has brought them into it. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people came into video games as a means to find entertainment or they turn to video games because they're just, like, disappearing into a different world for a couple of hours or something like that. But it's just sort of, like... They're going to go talk to these... Video game experts and psychiatrists... They're going to be like... Hey... What... What's the issue with video games? They're just like... "Mm, From a medical doctor's perspective... You don't need that here... It's not a medical doctor's perspective you need... What you need to get... Know... Is what's in your kid's head while they're playing... You need to be like... You know... How long until you... And this is something that my mother did right... And I'll always like... Thank her for... She will always... Put, she would always push it off ten minutes until she knew I was finished, yeah, uh she'd start to get pissed off if I took too long, <laughs> granted, but as anybody would, yeah yeah, um, but she <laughs> I did explain to her that an online game cannot be paused and that it has to play out to the end, so she understood that, and a lot of parents nowadays don't have that patience, they're no. kind of just like I don't care whether you whether you're in the middle of like what could potentially be, like, your first win in Fortnite, which is really important to you as a kid, or, you know, something like that. They just, they don't care. They just want you off of it there and then. Yeah. I feel like it's it's really, like, if you're a parent who's
1: doesn't know anything about video games and your kids, obviously very passionate, very obsessed, very whatever with video games, I feel like it would be very hard to sort of understand and monitor it, but... Like, it's so important to sit down and sort of figure out why they're playing. Like, if if they're there playing Fortnite, go, die, 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 die you effing dickheads and all this. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Like, like, why are you angry? Like,
1: this isn't healthy regardless if you're playing football or playing Fortnite or doing no. anything. <laughs> no. Um. So, it's important. That, and also, like, for example, if you if, if your kid's been, you know, waiting for the latest Pokemon game and all they do, all, if they play it all weekend, literally, don't go to bed. <laughs> play it all weekend. You're like, well... That's not great, but you know he's been looking forward to this game for ages, and he's finally got it. And he was obsessed with it, finished it. That's, that's that's different as well to doing that every weekend. Yes. So it's it's important to sort of really understand why they're playing video games, when they're playing video games, and what they're doing it for. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like ju- like some weekends when Super Smash Brothers Ultimate comes out and Pokemon, I am going to play that all weekend. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're a grown ass adult and. If if someone says, you've been playing video games all weekend, I'm like, I worked all week. I paid for this video game. I would like to play my video game, thank you. I waited till December 7th. <laughs> God damn it. It's the last AAA game of the year. I'm mean, a very patient boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try Ridley and <laughs> Squid Girl. <laughs> I want to play. I want to play my game with the rat, the the plumber, and the, the link, and the fat
0: crocodile with the gold plated stomach. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do. So leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just I, I think, I think it really is important to sort of just nail this on the head. And like, if I don't know, if, if a parent was ever listening to it, or like the podcast, obviously, if a parent was ever listening to it, or or whatever, I, the thing I would tell them about video games and kids being. Like into them and all that stuff is is taking them away by force is not going to make them any happier than you would be taking a chocolate bar from a kid saying you're not allowed to eat chocolate anymore. Yeah, what you need to understand is that if a kid is playing an online game, then let them finish their match and tell them you need to talk to them after that. Make that the standard. Don't don't be like get off that game now or I'm going to kick your ass. Let him finish the game so you don't he didn't they don't resent you hmm. because a lot of kids are playing Fortnite now. And that's a match based game, yeah, you're gonna kick them off of it. they're not going to last long there are methods to, there are methods too
1: to limit them too, so whether you're actually watching them or even on the switch, you can have the parent the parental ant, timer, yeah, you can literally time them, and when the timer runs out, it goes tunk just goes <laughs> just yeah.
0: just uh locks up so I actually think a lot of consoles have that anyway. they all have it they
1: all have it there you go So the, there are options there you can't you can't like these companies are trying to help parents they're actually. They are. They literally are. But they're not taking the options. And like we all know, how concerned Nintendo is about their like about children on their platform as well. Mm-hmm. And like like we had the Wii with the friend codes and the online. Like it, it, for them trying to help children hinders a lot of us. But the, I think at at the end of the day, the heart is in the right place for doing it. At least they're yeah. At
0: least their mindset. So parents spend money on their platform. Well, <laughs> however you want to look at it, but. No, I think it's important that they do something like that because it is true. Like they've they've seen this coming. They've seen this coming. They know that oh, that yeah. a lot of people are going to be playing their games and that those consoles aren't going to be turned off very often if you just leave them be. So, it's important, it's important that they did do it. And you know what? The option, the feature is there. It's the most unregarded feature at least to me of all of, of all time. And for a lot of people obviously, because nobody knows you can do it. The option is right there in your options menu. You can turn it off, You turn the console off at a certain time, and that's it. Yeah, they can't turn it back on without a passcode. So, you know, why aren't they doing that? Um, but if if you're gonna be if you're gonna be that all gracious parent and like like not limit the console use, then you need to understand what they're doing. Yeah, I just I just feel like a lot of these articles have come out,
1: and it's been video games are bad. Blame because that's all they can blame. About. Fortnite, blame video games, blame game X, whatever's big at the time and has a gun in it, which is a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Call of Duty, fucking they're all the same too. When gamers read it and they go, you know, just just limit your kid, look
0: at the ratings. There's there's lots of things to help parents. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's the new generation, and like I belong to this generation of parents almost, mm. um, where. You know, when we're we're moving forward, kids are getting older and they're finding interest and stuff like that. I, I told you uh, the other night that I had managed to get myself on uh, my hands on a NES Mini. Uh, Evie has actually asked me over the past couple of days to turn it on for her just so she could jump up and down in Zelda Two. Oh, really? Yes. That's Zelda Two. In Zelda Two. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. What a hell of a pick for a three-year-old. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but she loves it. She, (laughs) She just likes. She just likes Link jumping around. I tried her on Kirby. She didn't really like that that much, but. Oh really? Yeah, surprisingly. So she prefers Zelda 2 to Kirby. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's really weird. You'd, but, you'd think they just love floating around, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, you would think so. But yeah. I th- she doesn't quite know how to do two things at once. She hasn't got the motor skills for that yet. Yeah. So she's uh, she's just jumping in one place at the moment. Mm. She she finds that interesting. She likes the music. That's absolutely adorable. That is really... She yeah. likes the music. And that's fantastic. And you know what? She She's going to like video games? Then go for it. I, but like me as a parent who has actually played video games in the past and stuff like that before, I'm going to know these methods. Because I'm not silly. I know the craft. But... In saying that, take you you know people in the past had the patience to learn their their kids' hobbies, whether it be like box car racing or yeah yeah exactly box car racing is, or yeah. soccer or football or anything like that. It's no different. If you're going to help your kid out or you know try to interact with them, learn who your kid is, then you should be doing this. Yeah. You don't have to play the game. Just understand what's what's going on. Support them. They might be like excited they got their first Fortnite win and you're just like, I don't care. Yeah. I f- be I f- happy for them. They're happy about it. <laughs> I feel I feel like the most parents just view the T V as the T
1: V is looking after them, I can go. Yeah, they do. In twenty eighteen that's not the case. No. Yep. No. If they're watching Channel Nine and they're just watching whatever's on TV, yeah, fine. Like cartoons are on, that's cool. But if they're online, they're playing. You have to watch what you're doing, yeah. If they're online, they're playing video games. This, you know, if you've got your credit card, (laughs) don't let them get any microtransactions. You've got
0: to, you've got to keep on it. Just look at the malicious stuff that, like, you know, there was a real problem, like about six months ago, where people were hiding just real disturbing shit in YouTube videos. They were just like spam clickable... No, oh, that's right. You told me about this. Yeah. 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 Just spam clickable videos. Like when my kid my kid ever touches a tablet, she doesn't stay on a video for any more than two, like, you know, a minute. She switches between them. But if you click on something with a nice thumbnail, mm. it could have something really disturbing in Literally there. Literally so clickbait to scare kids. Yeah. I have to watch it. I have to keep a check on her and make sure nothing bad is coming out of it. Yeah. You know? And I do that because I know what the internet is. <laughs> and this is no different from the social media outrage that started when social media hit the scene. Keep a check on your kids and what they're doing on Facebook, MySpace, who they're fucking talking to, because <laughs> they could be talking to a predator. And yes, they can, because it's the internet. Yeah. You know, it, it just seems silly that, like, we've reversed... it It's like the internet's brand new again, and people are just kind of like... Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, and video game addiction. A lot, a lot of the blame is obviously coming down on multiplayer games and stuff. It's never, you never hear any of this shit about a single player game unless it's GTA. (laughs) My kid was, yeah, exactly. My kid was playing Uncharted, and they just they're 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 a menace. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't hear about like the the literal only single player game I can point out that's ever had news controversy centered around it that I can think of is something stupid like Postal, which never took off in the mainstream scene, Mm. or. GTA 5. <laughs> well, yeah, or any of the GTAs, yeah. Or any of the GTAs, but even then like it's just it's silly. It, it it's really dumb and like if you're buying your kid GTA in the first place, you should be considering those things instead of just being like my kid wants this, so I'm going to buy it for them. Yeah, we saw that a lot too. Well, exactly. Yeah. You bought your kid that game, it's your responsibility to talk to them about it and like see what they're playing. You know um and Fortnite yes it's a free to play game and that's like a much easier accessible thing to get into and kids can download it without their parents permission but that's all the more reason to keep a check on them.
1: Mm.
0: You know well, you so w- is it rated PG is that what it is? M M is it okay? You wouldn't you wouldn't uh you wouldn't be like to a kid it's like hey I want to watch this movie you read the title the title is like Nightmare on Elm Street 742 and then just be like oh uh, let's check the rating and then just be like oh it's MA oh no it's probably all right for my 10 year old to watch yeah exactly you wouldn't do that you wouldn't do that yeah and it's just it's just really silly you need to you need to monitor, monitor monitor your kids you need to take the time to understand what their interests are because apparently parents have no interest in doing that nowadays that makes me really sad as a parent Because I give a shit about what my kid watches. I sing along the songs that she sings with her, even though (laughs) I have no relevance to them. She could be singing something on her favourite TV show because that's one of her things she does. At the moment, to get her to do something, I have to sing a particular song on YouTube she's been listening back to to get her to do it because it basically says in the song, it's like, I don't like this. And then, like the option is give it to the teddy so the kid likes it and then they'll go do it I have to sing that song along with her then she'll do whatever I want but that's because I've sat there like, hi- I've listened <laughs> to it I've taken interest like you don't you think like you, it, like it hypnotises her you're
1: like do this <laughs> <laughs> almost yeah. yeah
0: but like just looking at it from that perspective I'm like I've sat there and I've I've listened to it with my kid and I know exactly what she's talking about even though like she gets half the words wrong you can't understand her because she's Still developing a speech, but because I understand what the hell she's singing, I know exactly what to do in response and what will make her do the thing. Mm. I just want to see one. I just want to
1: see one of these stories come out and be not biased towards video games or against video games. Just lay the facts out. Say, like you know, these video games are for kids. Video games for adults. Don't let kids play adult games. Monitor what your kids are doing, especially if they're online, and understand why they're playing video games. If it's because they're depressed and. They just want to go into a video game world. Uh, you know, talk to them, get them help if they're playing because they think
0: them fu- it's fun. That is fantastic. That is what they are for. You know, it's, you know, if somebody clip this and send it to 60 minutes. We'll go on and we'll tell them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call them. We'll call us video game experts. All right. Just like, just like they seem to call every psychiatrist who's, like, looked at a television screen. Yeah, sure.
1: Now, nah, we're experts. Experts.
0: Experts, yep. Yeah, you know?
1: I wouldn't call us experts on anything, but, you know, if they're going <laughs> to call themselves video game experts...
0: Yeah, then we... We're, if they're experts, if they're video game experts, we're video game gods. Be, no, like we said before, we haven't actually watched the
1: story. Uh, so, I don't know if they actually called them video game experts in 60 minutes, but... No, on, no, no. On, on the Today Show... On the Today and, Show... And, 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 and all that,
0: what we've talked about before, they've... Called them, you know... Video game experts. experts. It's it's a load of crap because they're not people that sit there and play video games themselves. They're not people that have grown up with them. That's
1: the name of this episode, by the way. Video game experts. Video game experts. So, when this comes in your RSS feed on iTunes or whatever and you say video game experts and you go, what the hell? (laughs) Uh, We are being sarcastic. It's okay. All right. clip it send it to 60 minutes
0: we'll see you next week on the television yeah tweet at 60 minutes i think that's the twitter handle <laughs> at 60 minutes yep here's the real video game experts telling you how video games should be done right as parents yeah so we've got we, we've actually got you as a parent so that, that i'm a literal parent <laughs> a liberal parent where i'm just a fake parent i've got my rock i'm trying to get to play a video game. <laughs> my my kid my kid has started playing video games and she's she loves she loves the tablet and youtube like like every kid. <laughs> like every kid. I'm not stupid enough to not keep a monitor on it. Like yep. I get it. I get it. People are busy in their lives and they're working a lot and shit like that, but that doesn't mean you have to stop paying attention to your kid. Like it's important. They need to grow up too and you need to teach them values. These people are just fucking lazy. Sorry? That's that's my opinion. I don't care I don't care if you have work commitments, health commitments and stuff like that. These are still your children. You still need to care mm. about them. So Grow the fuck up and pay attention. <laughs> just before we move on, I want to talk about, a
1: bit about what why why we play video games and like why sure. why, why cheers us up. Because like if someone's listening, they listen to us rant about what <laughs> we just ranted on for about twenty minutes, which is great. <laughs> but uh, like, why why do you play video? Like, if you're in a slump, something shits happened, or you might be just feeling down because you know we're
0: human beings. That's what happens. Yeah. Like, why do, you, why do you jump into a video game? Why do I jump into a video game? Yeah. I jump into a video game because, look, if I'm ever having a hard time, it does take my mind off the situation and it gives me something to think about. If I'm playing a video game nowadays, it's usually not for something really mindless. It's usually for something I've got to think about. Like, if I'm thinking... If I'm playing an RPG, I've got to think about stats. If I'm... If I'm fighting a monster in Monster Hunter, as in like more recently, I have to remember what specific animations do what and what that could affect me if I get hit by that. What angles I'm going to have to dodge roll at to avoid that certain move? Yeah. Or you know, just something that really keeps my mind working and off the situation that I've currently got. Or if I feel like I need to think, you know, what I could play a game that requires number statistics, like an MMO. You know, I'll I'll play that and I'll get my numbers my my numbers charts up. Um my uh friggin parser. that's sorry i was looking for the word like my dps parser. i'll test my i'll test my button pressing skills (laughs) did i do it am i pressing the buttons in the right order to make that number go the highest that possibly can go you know there's a whole bunch of reasons i could play video Mm. games yeah but in the at the end of the day if if i'm escaping if i'm using it to escape or if I'm using it to test my brain, or I'm doing it for social reasons, there's a lot of reason I play, reasons I play video games, and none of it's for a negative reason. No.
1: Like, no. It, like I feel like when I'm trying, if, if I'm feeling down and I'm like, like if music isn't doing it, if watching a movie isn't doing it, if like just talking about it isn't doing something, I feel when I play a video game, I want it to be something familiar. So what that usually means for me is Pokemon, Mario, or Smash Brothers, something like that, I could just jump into and just have fun. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I remember Super Mario sixty four going to Bob on Battlefield and just mucking around. Yeah, just just losing yourself, playing Pokemon. You like you know, like you said, thinking about your stats, thinking about this. But like I've played that game a million times. And I'm just sort of doing it again and like thinking about the memories I had and thinking about what's taking place at the time. Mm-hmm. And Smash Brothers, obviously, just you're listening to the music, you're going through the music. I found myself the other day just aiming for a high score because I, I saw you had the highest score uh with cloud for uh what was it that what's what's that trophy ru- it's called trophy rush yeah trophy, trophy rush, rush. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a real high score i'm like how the hell did you get that high score Cause when we were playing uh when we were playing together mm-hmm. you you had, you had like a oh was it 57000 something i'm like oh shit that's pretty high man so <laughs> so like i i was i was there for about an hour like i just i was just i just wasn't getting it then i had one run where i didn't get hit by the stuff coming down and like I eventually beat it by, like, a little bit. Like, oh, that'll do. And then I went to listen to some music. Went and looked at all the trailers. Like, I just... And, yeah, as I said before, when I finished, I was that much happier. Like Yeah, yeah. And, like, video games have way more positives than negatives. For sure. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... I don't think it takes really much to say that. But, obviously, not everyone's a gamer. Not everyone's obsessed like we are not everyone starts a nintendo podcast no no obviously yeah. About video games so.
0: No, yeah but like i'm not I, in saying that i'm not trying to be an advocate of like you know I, i'm not trying to be like this big starwart personality in why video games are not bad i'm just i think it's pretty obvious that like a lot of this shit can be can be really just resolved by parents paying attention to their kids because a lot of that nowadays seems to be the case is that people just aren't fucking paying attention to their kids. Mm. I'm sorry. It's exactly what's going on. And they're wondering why, like, all these kids are growing up and getting snootier and, like, you got kids on Dr. Phil. They're like, I'm sad because <laughs> my allowance has been bumped down from 4000 to $1,000 a month. Yes, that happened on Dr. Phil. Yeah, it did.
1: So, yeah, instead of, instead of being like, all right, go away, play video games, it's go away, here's money. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah.
0: But, like, it, just looking at it from that perspective, th- it's it's obvious that there's a parenting problem, not a video game problem. So, it, it, it pisses me off every time I see it as a parent. And I know that there are parents that listen to this podcast, too. And yeah. I, I'm sure that you guys can, like, feel exactly where I'm sitting it's, here. they will be the exact same boat as us. It It is a parenting yeah. problem. It is not a video game problem. Video games are catered for literally every age demographic, just like TVs, movies, music, all that stuff is. It's what, all to an age demographic. What do eighty-year-olds play? Eighty-year-olds play. Hey, they. According to Nintendo, they really love blo- brain training. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- there is a video game made for like so many different demographics, and there's something that everybody can enjoy. You don't even have to be like. You don't have to be tend to enjoy Pokemon. Or, mm. That's obvious. Or, you know, that's something that we've grown up with and we love it still. and Adore you know. it. <laughs> yep. We adore it. But, like, there's so much... There's so much there that kids can play mm. and enjoy and have fun. And Wii Sports was a phenomenon for ages. And, like, we don't have a Wii Sports of this generation, but that was something that got everybody around the TV to play Wii. Yeah.
1: That- I, th- I think the Wii was a real magical period of gaming for
0: introducing new people. It was yes. It really I agree. was. I agree. I agree but like, like
1: like at the moment you got Xbox 1, uh PS4 and Switch, like you've got fantastic games across all the platforms, you know, on on Switch alone we've got Zelda and Mario, but like stuff that introduced people like like your mum and dad and my mum and dad and mm-hmm. you know just like yeah. Yeah, just we un- we bowling unreal. and we tennis. Cuz when people think of video games, I think of guns. They don't. There, there are there are a lot of gun games because shooting is one of the easiest thing to base a game around. Pull a trigger, something happens on screen. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the it's one of just the easiest things to sort of make a game around because it's so satisfying.
0: But that doesn't mean that that's all there is. No, absolutely not.
1: No, absolutely. like if like you can even go down like the Wii Wii and DS era where like the most the biggest selling games were Nintendo Dogs, Brain Training, Wii Fit. <laughs> We play like there was there were basically no violent games on that era of Nintendo, and that was the most successful pair of consoles for that half a decade.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, so full of shit. It it is full of shit. It's just people. It's just people. It's it's all down to people. Stop stop blaming your problems on material things and realize what you're doing wrong. Mm. I I hate it, and I'm sure that again anybody that listening can agree with me because they're probably sitting there their kids are also playing video games you know because they're video game players themselves and they know how to deal with this they it's people not wanting to take the time to learn and this is your kid's hobby you should be learning it i'm sorry i don't care if you're not interested in it yourself it's your kid's hobby you need to understand your child and it, you should be making that effort because it's one of the most proudest things you could do as a parent is really bond with your kid so why are you not doing it absolutely 60 minutes 60 minutes a current affair the, the today show That there's your story there's a parenting <laughs> problem it's not video games I fucking said it <laughs> ship it ship it fucking tie it in a nice little bow send it to America because America really fucking use it right now can't <laughs> they? Jesus just drives me nuts and like situations like Jacksonville it's just really stirred this topic up again and it really it really fucking sucks mm. because it is just it's down to the one bad apple in the bunch who is particularly interested in video games that decides to do something really stupid yeah so fuck that guy but he doesn't he doesn't represent the majority of us absolutely not no way no way in hell I'm not interested in shooting up a school I played Call of Duty since I was 12 and I played played gun games avidly since then I'm I'm 13 years older now (laughs) I've never wanted to I've never wanted to handle a gun in my life I have no interest in handling handling a gun at all not for recreational not for serious purposes I just like shooting guns in a virtual game (laughs) yeah that's it. It just it it shows. Yeah. Well, we got that off our chest now. That's good. Thank <laughs> God, because I'm sick of hearing about it all week and not talking about it. Yeah. Sorry if the that went on a bit long, but I feel like it's an, it's an important issue. Look, look, look! About. It's a, it's a Nintendo podcast, and I know I know that like a lot of people won't be happy to be hearing about it, but at the same time, I'm just so I'm so damn sick of it as as somebody who's passionate about video games. Mm. And I think that's fair to say, and this is the best play to, place to voice my opinion. People can hear it, and they can form formulate their own opinion. If you want to talk at me and tell me that I'm wrong about something, you go ahead, because I want to talk about this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the discussion's open, so... it For sure. Yeah, it's, send a tweet. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you can tweet at us, or... Uh, Discord. <laughs> in, the, in the Discord would be a great place to do it, too. Or yeah. DMs on Twitter, even that's a great place too. Yeah. But bros, let's move on to something uh, a bit more positive. So Mario Plus Rabbids on the Switch has uh, surpassed two million sold worldwide.
0: That's uh, very nice. I always forget this is a third party game. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's really it's a really good third party game.
1: Yeah, because uh, like it was on sale at EB Games for thirty six bucks. Yeah, it was. And obviously,
0: free. if you're uh,
1: if you've bought a Nintendo game before, you'll know that Nintendo games never go cheaper they might go ten dollars cheaper every now and again but never to 36 bucks no <laughs> and when that happened i'm like oh yeah right it's ubisoft yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah but it's got mario on the cover Hmm. well not only does it have mario on the cover it just has this the, the same standards i feel yeah it does yeah. like
0: they've made it really well yeah yeah well i mean the the guy that developed it i could not tell you his name now because I'm, I'm bad with them but um he he really put a lot of heart and soul into it because he was a massive mario fan and like that's that's something to be proud of, dude. Like you, you yeah. your game's sitting up there with like Mario games that have sold that much, and you know that that's awesome, and mm. you should be proud of yourself. Like there this.
1: was a he, he, I'm not gonna say his name because I'm gonna butcher it. <laughs> I know everyone's like everyone's just yelling at the podcast right now saying it's this, it's this. I can't think of it right now, and if I even try, I'll you, it you'll butcher it, yeah. yeah. So, but there was a picture of he posted. Uh, he's, he's, he was in Japan, and he said uh, he, he bought yeah, a he Japanese bought a copy. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah,
0: like he's just so like he's so proud he directed a Mario game. That is, and I know. I, I mean, and I think anybody would be oh, but absolutely. Yeah, that dude, that dude put a lot of heart and soul into it, and he cried when <laughs> when when Shigeru uh, when Shigeru was there with this game, and mm. uh you like know, him, him and the team should be so proud of what they've done. Honestly. Yeah, no, absolutely fantastic. Look, I haven't even played the game yet. I'm sad to say it. you Haven't played uh, it at all. Or? No, and like the, I think the only reason is is because I'm not, I'm not particularly interested in playing a strategy game like that, unless it's like Fire Emblem at the moment, because Fire Emblem's like the thing I really want to push myself into. Mm. But um. Yeah. You, that doesn't mean I don't think it's a like a really well made game because it looks fucking fantastic and mm. like I I think you're right they, they nail Mario on the head with it Yeah, I've got to be honest like turn based like games like that turn based combat yeah, yeah. turn based combat it,
1: it doesn't appeal to me at all but I really try to push myself into it when it's like, you know, Mario plus Rabbids or especially Fire Emblem. Mm -hmm. I really try to push myself in there. And like, I still find it hard, but I really do like, obviously I really love Mario and Fire Emblem, I really like the aesthetic, especially in Awakening with that anime. Awakening, yeah. That anime art style. I've got to play this. It's not necessarily my gameplay preference, but the story, the characters, like I love everything else. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't, obviously I play RPGs like Pokemon. That I'm not against turn-based. It's just sort of the, just, strategy elements, yeah, just the strategy element and sort of the setup of the grid and yeah, everything, yeah,
0: yeah. And I get that, mm. you know. But congratulations to the team that uh, worked on the game, Ubisoft. You should be very proud of yourselves for making a game that everybody loves. And like, congratulations, obviously, on the recent expansion, <laughs> getting Donkey Kong in the game as well. Like, that's mm. that's. Huge. I still haven't I, haven't, I haven't played that at all. No, well, I, I, yeah, I well, haven't <laughs> played the actual game, so I couldn't tell you. But yeah. that's still really cool. Yeah it's still, it's, it's so cool that, like, Nintendo have been, like, 100% behind you with these assets, and they're obviously very proud of the job you've done, and, like, Ubisoft has really been, like, tried to be very supportive of Nintendo for the last, even through what was an absolute shit show with the Wii U, for the most part, um, and I gotta respect them that, even though that flopped like crazy, that everything still happened, moving on to Switch, and they've started it they have started a really good guy it's good it's really good
1: absolutely alright Bryce um, we're gonna end with a segment I've not run past you so this segment is called smash or bash
0: smash or bash
1: so I'm gonna do quick fire uh, characters at you and you're either gonna smash them as in you're gonna place them and smash or you're gonna bash them no don't want them in your super smash brothers <laughs> alright I've only got a handful of characters so it won't go on forever cool so, I've got... Do I
0: need to give... Hang on. Do I need to give a reason behind each one?
1: Yeah, give a, give a reason behind okay. each one. Okay. okay. So, f- first up, <clears throat> Waluigi.
0: Bash. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to bash him? Dead meme. Dead meme? <laughs> okay. Dead meme. I'm sorry. Uh, Waluigi, yes. He's a Nintendo property. Do I really give a shit? No. He's an assist trophy? Yes. Does he look like he'd have a cr- like crazy unique moveset? Absolutely. Do I... Am I going to play him? Probably not. He's meme value. I'll
1: play Waluigi.
0: Uh he- Sometimes <laughs> he, he, he's meme value. I am sorry. That's that's all he's come down to. Yeah, okay, n- n- yeah. Ash catch him. Well, <laughs> n- smash if he's an echo. Bash if
1: he's a completely new character. An echo of Pokemon trainer.
0: Yeah, hmm, that'd be interesting. I I, 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 I don't. I don't know how that would work. I don't. Well, that just replaces character sprite and. You know, put, put him in with some different Pokemon, I guess. Give, all, give all his Pokemon his hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I, I just... I just, just like, what are you going to do? You're going to put Ash on the field and he's just going to do some weird janky, janky crap. Nah, I'm good. Uh, but if he's an Echo, it would be interesting to have Ash catch him in the game and be acknowledged as a video game entity. All right.
1: Uh, Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Jerry Seinfeld smashed it, baby. <laughs> All right. I could, I could set up a stage for my final smash and tell really bad jokes that lead into my show. Smash, baby. <laughs> mother Brain. Mother Brain. I mean, what would you do as Mother Brain? <laughs> Just uh, blink fuck. at people and shoot rainbow beams. Uh, bash. Bash, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rossetti. Mr. Rossetti, I would actually
1: smash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I work. think no
0: no no work, yeah. I I I think I think he's I think he's a goofy enough character to make like you know how they 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 have the goofs, you know, the yeah. goofy character. Yeah. I think he'd make a good goofy character. He would make a good goofy character. Yeah. Uh Tom Nook. Tom Nook. Hmm Bash? He's a little bit boring.
1: Yeah, a bit boring. A What's little gonna, bit boring. I mean at the same time it's like what the hell would Villager do before uh, Smash Four, obviously. Well, yeah, and but you know, he,
0: but like dropping bowling balls and cutting down trees, they're things the villager did. Tom Nook sits in a store.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, he. Well, he uh, ma- makes his kids the managers, and then he goes off somewhere. He might have. Yeah, you been, never know what the fuck he's he might have learnt kung fu. He, that's when he might have went to Smash. Ooh. Yeah, the storyline's <sighs> coming together.
0: Ooh. Midna. Midna, not Smash. I want Midna in the game. A Midna and Wolf Link. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I want that in a game as a character. Have we um, seen them as assist trophies yet? I think so. Yes, uh, I've uh, seen Midna as an assist trophy uh, uh, in,
1: in Ultimate. Sorry,
0: in Ultimate, no, no. See, that
1: could be.
0: Look, I look. I want. I want them in the. I, I I've I've wanted them in the char- in the in the game since Brawl as a character. I think they would be really neat, and there's a lot of unique move sets you could do there, uh, especially with the moves centered around in the game. Uh, in Twilight Princess I think it's a cool concept I think it'd be really cool yeah so. it'd be awesome it's, like, been, a, it's been on my wish list, wish list for a while yeah same I think it was on my wish list for four even yeah um, mm-hmm. King Boo King Boo uh, we need Boo representation in the game so I think it could work could be pretty cool well yeah I mean uh, you know you had Petey Piranha and King Boo and all that shit in Mario Kart I don't see why nothing like that couldn't work in mm. you know I, I, I think I think he would have some really interesting mechanics to him because Boo's are Boo's are Boo's uh so <laughs> boozer booze, yeah. You know, um Yeah, no, it could be interesting. I don't see why like he couldn't be in the game, so I suppose i give him a smash. Give him a smash. Give him a smash. <laughs> nice. Uh funky kong. Funky Kong. Um Smash Brothers with added funky Kong mode. Um I'll, I'd like to see Funky Kong. <laughs> I would. I would for some more Donkey Kong representation. Sure. Uh, Funky Funky Kong's always been
1: just obviously like it's pretty he, simple. It's always been. A, yeah, he's yeah.
0: always been a needle time. But then again, I could also say the same thing about like I want Lanky Kong in the game, <laughs> 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 just for more Kong representation. Just for um, all the Kongs. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think there's a lot of potential in there for more Kong characters. Obviously, we just got K Rule, but um, you know. Yeah, no, Funky would be good. Well, we're going to roll on to Dixie Kong. Um, Do you reckon... Dixie Kong would be pretty different to uh, Diddy Kong with the hair and everything. (laughs) Um, That's a hard one because I feel like they'd find a way to make her an echo. Like, just change some of her moves slightly, like... Change it, change it so like a side A or something has something to do with a ponytail and instead, instead of instead of the hands, instead of the yeah. hands. You know what I mean? Uh, so if it was an echo, probably I'm not sure if I would want a actual original fighter. So same thing, same thing as before with Ash Ketchum,
1: uh, Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if
0: he throws, if he throws, um, if he throws Pokedexes at people, a plus he wins. Just throws pokeballs and. <laughs> Um it I is he like I don't know, it depends on his mechanics. <laughs> if he if he throws Pokemon, a random Pokemon comes out and does something might be kinda cool. Uh, but no, for the most part I think bash.
1: Uh Hades from Kid Icarus Uprising. Yes! Oh my god. I knew you
0: were gonna put this on the list uh as soon as as soon as you mentioned there was a list because I think this is kind of and we've said it in the past, we love we love the idea of him as a character. There's obviously only two characters for Kid Icarus representation. And Hades was, was, was Oh my god, brilliant, brilliant. character. I know a game.
1: lot of people haven't played Kid uh, Icarus Uprising because controls put them off or they just, you know,
0: oh, it didn't was, pick it up. It's a good
1: game. I, I like, oh, Kid Uprising for me, I heard, I heard like, IGN reviews or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's whatever and, and the controls are shit. I'm like, oh, okay, so it sort of lowered my hype. And when I got into it, I found such an awesome. It game. It is a
0: really cool game.
1: I like, like, I, I love Pit as it was because through through Brawl, he become my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and having the game based around him and having that story actually blew me away. I um, thought it was great. The music from that game is some of the my favorite music in Smash Brothers. So, in turn, being some of my favorite Nintendo music. Yeah, it's up there with Mario and Zelda. That's huge. Yeah, especially for like just. The one game well, on 3DS. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: like I, 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 I was too young to obviously get into the original Kid Icarus. Yeah, and going back to it now, it's like, all right, this is gonna, this is just designed
0: to, <laughs> kill, <laughs> just kill me. But all right, well, yeah. to 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 top that off, I just want to say that um, fuck yes. If if you haven't played Kid Icarus because you were because because you're like, oh, the controls are shitty. I still suggest you play it. It's a it's a brilliant game. I love that game. I Work think- out
1: if you. You get a stand with the game that helped a lot. If you can sort of like work out a way to perch up your 3DS, yeah, and sort of use the stylus, it, it's not too bad then. But if you're on the bus or something, it's gonna.
0: It's a really good Kid Icarus game. It's just it's just burdened by bad controls. Yeah, and that sucks. But like everything else about the game is brilliant. So just yeah, I would go for it. That's another game like whether it's a sequel or remake or whatever it is like on Switch with
1: uh, like two two, two sticks. sticks. Though, two sticks, HD graphics. Yeah, man. And uh, last one is another Kid Icarus Uprising character, Verity. Viridi. Viridi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, four. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yep. So then you've got four Kid Smash, Icarus man. characters.
0: Well, yeah, no, look, uh, Viridi, Viridi is such a powerful voice in that game. So, um, like, you see her in the background of Kid Icarus' uh, Kid Icarus's war stage. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what? Uh, it should be cool to have in the game. I, I don't see why not. I, 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 do, I don't play a lot of... We have three. I keep forgetting about Dark Pit. F- oh, yeah, true forget, true, forget Dark Pit for he, a second. He's an Echo now, so... Uh, well, yeah. Wherever, as he, as he fucking up. should have been.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: okay, so, you know, more representation. Veridi, Hades, they both deserve to be in there. Uprising is not a dead game. It was a brilliant Nintendo game. And uh, Sakurai, I hope that down in the future, if you're making more games, that's another Kid Icarus experience, because that was... Great. It's a top five 3DS game for me. It is. It is. It's a really and, good game. Yeah. I fucking love the 3DS.
1: Yeah, you do. Unreal games. You on. have
0: so many fucking 3DS games, I, I fucking wonder what you've done <laughs> with your life. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all the characters, man. That's it. Unless you want to put Reggie. <laughs> well, Reggie's a smash. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and there was one last thing I wanted to talk about before we go. Yes. Um, so uh for veterans listening to the show you may have uh you may have noticed my big uh, absence uh, last year when uh my mother had health problems um sorry this is this is going to be get get a bit serious for a second um this uh this this absence was kind of needed and i, I wanted to like before i before i continue on with what, I got, what i got to say thank you to everybody that kept this podcast running for me while i was away That includes my buddy here in front of me and uh, everybody that joined in from you know Eric to Paul to you know John O to just anyone who come on yeah I can't I can't remember the 100% list I'm, I'm really sorry but um, uh, I, I've come I've come at a time again where it's just like it, it it's just this time of year I don't know what it is but uh, my grandmother landed herself in hospital a couple of weeks back and it's been some real serious issues uh, she has some uh, serious COPD problem uh, which is uh, to do with their lungs and she's also got heart valve uh, disconnections and we've been struggling with it for weeks and uh, so um, I've been absent for one episode because of it and I've been trying my hardest to not miss any episodes simply because of that. I missed last week's episode because... I was sick, and there was no possible way I could talk into a microphone for an hour without sounding like shit. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to catch and it he either. Di- he didn't want to catch it either, so that's <laughs> fine. So um, this is just a this is just a sort of like calendar alert, almost that um, bit of a heads up, bit of a heads up yeah. that there is there is more medical shit going down in my family. And while uh, while I'm going to say this sincerely, um, I do I, I might have to put up the pod, put up the podcast on the co-hanger for a couple weeks um i'm not going to take nowhere near as long as i did before to come back um but uh i don't know whether my grandmother's going to make it through or not uh within the next couple months uh it could it could cost me a pax trip i don't know yet which would really suck if it did and but family comes first and uh just just in advance i appreciate uh uh, all the time that you guys can give me uh, when when and if that time eventually comes and we'll keep you updated if I'm going to be missing out for that particular reason and uh, I just uh, want to thank you guys for sticking around, uh, sticking around regardless uh, like um, of the time that I've had to take on off in the past and I'm glad to see that this show is growing and that our passion is really pushing through and, and like there's, it gives me a reason to come back every week and uh, talking to a microphone and I I really love it it's it's something that uh, something that I want to keep doing for years to come and um, you guys have been really supportive whenever something's gone wrong or last week was my birthday and I had a bunch of happy birthdays from people that I've never even met in real life and that's yeah. that's always touching so um, thank you thank you all and um, if if I have problems, you'll be the first. Well, not not the, the literal first <laughs> to know, but you will know immediately. And I promise I will not take as long to come back, uh, like I did last time because I missed so many episodes there, and I feel really bad about it. But that's nah, all good, dude. I know it's all good, but yeah. yeah. Um. So yes, thank you all. Uh, and I'll be back next week. I promise. <laughs> I'll be back next week. Yeah. Oh well. Cheers, dude. Cheers, cheers with the beers. There we go. cheers with the beers (laughs) cheers with the beers
1: guys thank you very much for listening to The House of Mario episode 60 Uh, you can find us on Twitter I'm at idruby where can they find you dude at Bryce the Wit Uh, actually no at (laughs) idrevan and you can find the show at The House of Mario and uh, if you enjoyed the show why not leave us an iTunes review
0: why not Yes, they're very important to the iTunes economy. They're like V-Bucks. They're like V-Bucks. The kids love them, the parents hate them.
1: (laughs) Uh, If you don't have an iTunes account or an Apple account or you don't like iPhones because they're the devil and Apple is a big company (laughs) and you want to support other small companies like Samsung, uh, (laughs) uh, give give your friend a tap on the shoulder, say, hey, this is a podcast I like or maybe if you don't like it, just don't tell them that. Keep keep quiet if you do. <laughs> uh, and on SoundCloud, um... I don't like it. Five stars.
0: <laughs> Continue.
1: <laughs> that actually happened to the Hungry Gamers. Did no, it? No, actually, they got a one star review. <laughs> they all all it was it, you know you know NATO. Yeah. Yeah. His Twitter handle is I know NATO. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iTunes review uh, username was I wish I didn't know NATO. <laughs> <laughs> So, to me, it sounded like it was sarcastic, but that's great, isn't it?
0: That's fantastic. uh,
1: The podcast is also available on SoundCloud. Uh, Leave a follow there if that's where you like to listen to your podcast. (laughs) We've got a playlist up for all the episodes. We've got a playlist up for all the guest episodes. And we also have a playlist up for Nintendo Jukebox. All the songs that have previously been played on the podcast are available there. Um, Not every single one is there because some might have been... uh, uh, used on uh, YouTube or something so they weren't on SoundCloud but mm-hmm. they're included there and you can go and check out the artists and for sure follow them if you enjoy their music mm-hmm. and of course we are a part of the 8 Big Collective 22 podcasters and 10 podcasts coming together for your ears and I've noticed a lot of you have uh, gone out and listened to uh, the other podcasts whether it's It Is What It Is or Putting In Work The Hungry Gamers and thank you
0: guys because they're all they're all brilliant podcasts yeah
1: they're all our mates so yeah they're all our mates and they're all brilliant podcasts yeah, absolutely share the love mm-hmm, for sure anyway Bryce uh, t- today's Nintendo Jukebox is actually by Niku it's First Steps and it's a remix of a a, a, a Celeste song a, C- a Celeste song yes
0: yeah Celeste that's a good game
1: it is a good game Yeah, it's a beautiful game another game of, uh, on on the subject of mental health and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah for sure yeah. spirit right around Mm -hmm. Hey Bryce, I look forward to seeing you next week and uh, guys, I look forward to well, I won't see you next week but you'll hear me and I'll see you You'll hear both of us (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, catch you later Bye (laughs)